Testy one, two, three. Oh, the stories we will tell. Episode Sace. Welcome to Oh, the stories we will tell. Hosted by best-selling authors and speakers, Ryan and Laura Dobson. We're pulling back the curtains to give you a behind-the-scenes, unfiltered, honest look at our life together. From day one up to today. Everything. We'll tell the stories of all the laughter, tears, triumphs and failures that helped make us who we are. Here we go. So let's join the Atomic Mum and the Disruptor, Ryan and Laura Dobson, for this episode of Oh! The Stories We Will Tell. There we go. Hi, everybody. Oh, man, you look beautiful. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, honey. Look at you. <laughs> you embarrass me. Sorry. Oh, the stories we will tell. Episode six. I am so excited. I am so excited for this shirt. Thank you, Jesus. Can you see it? Oh, look at that. Thank it's just you, so Jesus. Amen. Mm-mm. This is our sponsor. Thank you, Jesus. Tyj.clothing is the website. Tyj.clothing. All right, we are. Do oh, they the stories have a we will tell. Line yet? I don't know. We will have to ask. You want some baby doll teas? I want some baby doll teas. Okay. William, thank you. It is a nice shirt. <laughs> All right. So this episode, we are on our honeymoon. On the honeymoon. That's right. So, oh, no, no, no. Yes. Oh, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so, the start. Okay. We leave the wedding. Yeah, we're leaving the wedding. So last episode, we got married. If you haven't caught up, whatever. Catch up whenever you want to. This is going to be totally fun. This one's funny. Um... So I will recap a really nice, nice hotel. Yes. Uh, I'm going to recap. We, I had booked us a room at the montage in Laguna. Look it up. It's famous for the most expensive burger in Orange County. Is it a good burger? I don't know. I wouldn't buy that. It was like a hundred dollars for a burger, $50 for a burger. It's ridiculous. Go to In-N-Out. Word. That's the best one. First date. Um, (laughs) wait, let's do the other one. The terrible one. Inside joke. So sorry. So I booked us a room at the Montage, the nicest hotel in all of Orange County, and then found out it was going to be double what I thought it was, and we certainly couldn't pay that. And then uh, to cancel the room was going to be as much as the room was costing us, and I didn't know what to do, and a friend of mine worked there, and she finally got it canceled out. So I booked a hotel that looked amazing, and I didn't get to visit it because uh, it was days before we were getting married. Yeah, didn't have time. For sure, days uh, we got married and it was just so much fun. I'm telling you, we had the most fun wedding. Yeah. It well, was... and let me just tell tell people yeah. real quick. I am not the type of girl who thought too much about my wedding. I didn't grow up thinking about my wedding day. I didn't grow up thinking about my wedding dress. I didn't grow up thinking about any of that stuff. So yeah. we were very unexpected to how beautiful and elegant and awesome mm. our wedding was to us though it was it was ca- it was tailored to you and I oh for sure and like, you could put our wedding on TV like on I'm, I know I'm it sounds like I'm bragging we were just like all for under twelve thousand dollars people no 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 it was all for under six our photographer was six yeah our photographer cost a lot of money and and I gotta tell you he was worth it he was well worth it he was worth it when we start posting those photos oh my god Oh, I love that one. It's upstairs. I'll find it. That's a great one. It's on the postcard. 
Hey, we still have a ton of those, right? We have a ton, I think, somewhere. We should send those out for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. We may do a Christmas card this year. So all of our friends were there. It was so amazing. Um, and then we drove. So when Laura and I met, Laura was driving a VW van at the time, and it blew up. Which I want one now, mm -hmm. anybody. It blew up on her, and my parents were terrified of my future wife driving a beat-up VW van again. It wasn't that beat-up. But go on. Yeah, it was beat up. I guess Thank it did you so blow much. up. It did blow up. The and whale. The my, whale. This was is the totally name. my dad's personality. <laughs> I'm in Oregon on a motorcycle trip. I'm on a three day motorcycle trip. Laura van explodes and she sells it for a dollar. On her, the grapevine. On the five freeway, you know, in a shady area. Her dad comes and picks her up. I tell my parents what's happening. And I get back that night from the motorcycle trip and my dad. <laughs> And I goes, Ryan, um, do you think Laura would let me give her my car? And I was like, what? And he goes, well, um, I'm thinking about getting a new one. And I just, uh, it was funny because he was, he didn't want to offend you or yeah. make you mad or tell you he didn't like your vehicle or say it was unsafe. There's all these things that he was thinking for sure. And I called you. I'm like, do you want my, what was it, an Acura? Yeah. I was like, do you want my dad's Acura? And it you was like, like an Acura sedan. <laughs> it was an Acura Legend four-door. Yeah, it was nice. I called her. I'm like, hey, my dad wants to know if you want his car. And she was like, what? Your dad wants to give me his car? I'm yeah. like, yeah, well, your car broke and you don't have one. And she was like, are you kidding me? Yeah. We were just engaged. We weren't married for sure. And I go, yeah. And you were like, oh, my goodness. Okay. So I flew out, picked it up, drove it home. Um, And the, all the reason I say that is that's what we drove to the hotel that night. Yes. Um, and we get there and there's like the roundabout and it's in Laguna beach and it's on PCH it's on the water. And it's on the water. You can hear waves crashing it's, and we're like, yeah, it's so cool. This is so exciting. And then we go to check in and it was like, um, Hmm. You go to check in. I stay in the car. That's right. You were yeah. in the car. I checked in and I noticed there was a little bit of a discrepancy between the online photos and what I was experiencing. Not a huge discrepancy. Just but, a little. But enough to where I was like, hey, one of these things is not like the other. You know that whole thing, Sarah March? You know what I'm talking about? So I get the key to the room and it was one of those keys with the plastic tag. Yep. You know, like the... The old school. A key. It had a, a key. key. It wasn't a beep thing. It was a key. It wasn't like the slide the key in. It was turn a doorknob. I was like, wait, what? No way. And then I'm thinking like, oh, how quaint. Nostalgia. Yes. Yeah. I almost think when we told my dad it was the same hotel. It is. It was the same hotel my parents went on. Yeah. When they went on their honeymoon yep, it was 40 years prior it was the same hotel we didn't know that until afterward and then they had gone back a few times over the years over the as years. their little getaway yes we've not which makes much more sense in my life absolutely so we get to the room i unlock the door i open it up and i'm just yeah that room hadn't changed since your parents were there 40 years before it literally had full-on orange yellow shag carpet yep that was that was really like lay down shag carpet like crazy <laughs> thick oh and it had carpet. like you the walking even... marks in it of where yeah. people had walked 
Because you can't buy that anymore, right? Like, it no. just wore down over the years. So, like, there was some shag shag. And then, like, the, you know, like when your dog makes a trail in the backyard because it ran on the grass so long. That's what was there. That's what was there. You could see the bed indent it had an indentation like this. It was the a bed taco. was a for sure taco. Not a, it was a spring. Spring extra large taco. Like, a, you, they don't even, I don't even know if you could buy a spring bed anymore. That but, size. Remember how big it was? It was huge. It was huge. It almost took up the whole room. It was like a California it was king, the which is extra suite. wide. The honeymoon and suite. It literally was like, burp, burp, up the other side, like straight up Grand Canyon. And I don't know. I am, I like, we flipped the light on and you're like, ah, like everything in my head is like, oh, I, I don't even know what to do. I don't know what to do. It's, it's, it's like you turn the lights on and roaches scatter. It was so it was not what we were expecting. And then what's Laura do? Burst into laughter. Yeah. She thought it was the funniest, funniest thing in the world. And I remember I remember all just the relief that washed over me with your reaction. I was like, oh, we for sure are made for each other. Like we laughed. Here's the one thing though. We got there late, right? Yeah, like, late and starving. So we didn't eat at our wedding. Apparently nobody does. I ate. You ate a little bit. I didn't eat anything at all. I and always have to eat. I was dying. I was so... Here's the crazy thing. I was so hungry, I wasn't thinking about sex. I was thinking, like, I might get sick. Like, I don't know what to do. I'm so hungry. Yeah, I know. She does. She's amazing. I, I was starving, and there was nothing open. Like, it, and that's it was the, so, so late. The other thing, too, it's not that there wasn't anything open, but what are you going to do? Leave? Like, oh, hey, honey, i got to get a burger. I'm just going to take off for a minute on our honeymoon night. But you did. You ran to the liquor store it was and like, got some chips. I did. We two doors down. Two I got, doors down, we got chips. Yeah. And I think a candy bar, maybe, or some, something. It was just whatever, just you, was could, like, whatever <sighs> you could get at a convenience store. That's what yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and... Um, Oh my goodness. I don't have to describe the night except that for sure if you ever tried to fall asleep at any point, it went burp and you'd roll right into the other person. There was no chance you weren't going to be just smushed the whole night long. Oh, and we would wake up and just laugh. Yeah, it was yeah, funny. For sure funny. And don't forget what we did, what we brought along with us, the hair dye. Oh, did we do that that night or the next day? No, it was the next day. It was the next day. Yeah, I haven't gotten to the morning yet, though. Oh, okay. Still, again, I probably woke up at four. Yeah, it was in fact, really I did. early because we had an early flight. Oh, we had an early flight, and I woke up because I was starving. I literally was like hunger Still pains hungry. woke, but I woke up before everything was open. Like I knew every restaurant in the area, not one was open. Finally, Starbucks opens at five, and I run to the Starbucks as fast as I can. Laura's like, oh, give me coffee. I was like, absolutely. I'm going to buy everything. Because the hotel didn't even have the little coffee maker thing no. that every hotel has? Nope, nothing. No. no. It did have a hair dryer. It had a little mini kitchen on the side, but just nothing there. Nothing it was, in it. Oh, so ghetto. It was so funny. The best. And I'm in line in Starbucks, and I hear this voice go, Ryan? And I turn around, and it's my friend's wife, my friend Greg, who I work with. And I go, hey. And she goes, didn't you get married last night? No, wasn't she at She was life? there. I'm like, yeah. yeah. And she's like, what are you doing here? Getting coffee. We're starving. She was like, okay. Like, it was super funny, but, you know. And then I stopped and got breakfast burritos, came back. Yeah, that was yummy. And then Laura, 
dyed my hair bright blue. Bright blue. All blue. Because I had white hair. I had white, like. White. I would do, uh, anybody that knows hair dye, the blue packs, I would do two of those back to back to make it 100% white. Like white, 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 white. Right. Yeah. And then Laura dyed it uh, completely blue and then shaved it into a mohawk. So I now have a bright blue mohawk going on the strip of my head. I weigh 50 pounds more than I do now. Uh, and obviously you can see I'm covered in tattoos. And I do blue. Remember? You had a blue streak. A blue streak. Yeah. Laura had a big blue. So it we was were super matchy. cute. Yeah. Um, but I had no tattoos. You only had one. I only had one tattoo at the time. And I got to tell you why. <gasps> no, I don't have to tell you no. why. One tattoo when we met. My parents think I'm a very bad influence on my wife. He is. Yes, he I is. Am. Just kidding. Poor influence. Great influence. Don't let your kids watch me. No. Come on now. So I had been working for, I had uh, used a, a car service to get to the airport because I was flying nonstop all the time. And it was cheaper to use a car service than to pay for parking. Right. And uh, when the guy found out I was getting married, he said, hey, congratulations. Um, I'll send a limo on us for you guys as a wedding present. And what a, just a sweetheart, right? Yeah, that was really nice. So. Plus we had our surfboards. We had that's lots right. of surfboards. And I told him we had surfboards. So we needed the limo to fit the surfboards. There was so a he sent the limo. a huge white stretch limo. Yes. It was so big, it fit six foot surfboards, like with plenty of room yeah, inside. Yeah, we just chucked them in. Yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. Oh my goodness. So that was one of the most fun rides. We, yeah, there was a huge limo. You had a white tank top. It said bride and sparkles on it. Yeah, and white pants. White pants. So we roll up to LAX International Terminal. and In the limo. In the monst monster limo. And we're pulling <laughs> surfboards out. And we're pulling bags out. And the chauffeur guy's helping us. And we look like, you know, whatever. And we're having a ball. And... Uh, poli the police came over and uh, uh, I was nervous because I know what I look like and they were like excuse me sir where are you traveling to and I was like we're going to Tahiti and they're like what airline are you on and I was like Tahitian Air and they're like okay, okay uh, please come with us and I was like oh no what is what's going on so and we're there you know you got to get there like three hours early and mm -hmm. so and and remember uh, the this is 13 years ago, so 9-11 had just been within a couple four, of years. Th four years, three or four years. Yeah, and so the security line to get through TSA at LAX International. Was out the door, people. Was out the door and down the street. It was literally you, four or 500 yards long. It was, it was. It was ridiculous. Anyone who knows LAX, it was LAX to the max. The worst, I've, I've never seen an airport worse ever in my entire life. And I was like, ooh, we may not. Like, we got here so early, and... We could gonna, not make our flight. It's going to be iffy. So now we're with cops, and the line is that long, and I'm like... With our boards, with our gear. Yeah. <laughs> and you know I'm what? dressed like a bride. <laughs> but didn't one of the cops, like, roll one of our bags? Or was... Because I couldn't have carried all of them. I think... No, I don't think so. Maybe the driver did? I don't know. Someone did. So they walk us right to Tahitian Air, past all the people waiting in line... They go right to the front yep. to where the check-in is. And the police officer goes, excuse me. And they come over and they're like, oh, you know, like nervous too. And they go, we have a, a Mr. and Mrs. Dobson here. Uh, we need to uh, check them into this flight. 
And by the way, they weren't like smiling and friendly and like, you know, no. pat us on the back. It was like, we thought we were in trouble. Yep. So that the Tahitian air people were very cooperative and they did all of our tickets and they were like, thank you, Mr. Mrs. Dobson. And da, 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 da. And then the cops are like, all right, come with me. And I'm like, oh my goodness. Like what's, I what? should have asked. We, yeah. I didn't know I don't what to know. do. So then he starts walking towards TSA, towards all the security. And I'm like, oh my goodness. Now you're going to hand us over security. They walk us to the front of the 500-yard line. The front. The very front of the line. And they were like, we have Mr. and Mrs. Dobbs. We need to get them through security. TSA stops the entire line, opens the gate, and pulls us in and lets us through. And the cops are like, have a, have a great honeymoon, Mr. and Mrs. Dobson. I felt like the most famous person in the world. I thought, oh my gosh, so what just happened? We figured this out <laughs> later. I talked to some people later on. When the limo pulled up and we got out, and I'm covered in tattoos, I've got this huge mohawk, surfboards, bags, this amazingly pretty wife, all this, they assumed we were famous and didn't want a scene to happen at LAX with paparazzi and people. They just didn't know who we were. So they just ushered us through it all. They just assumed this, ushered us all the way through everything so that a scene doesn't happen, which was never going to happen. But we were like, wow. What? It was the. It was rad. It was that was one of the raddest things. I'll never forget it my whole life, ever. Seriously. Seriously. It was. Yeah. We had all the fun. We had all the fun, and then I got to tell you, listen. And it was even funnier that we were scared the whole time. Yeah. Like I'm like, oh my gosh, we're gonna get arrested. Totally. And we're not even doing anything. We were doing anything wrong. There was but no... it's just that fear that comes up in me. You know, like, uh oh, cops, we're in trouble. It's like when a police pulls behind you and you're driving, you turn your music down because you know he can hear what you're listening to. Yeah, one of those things. <laughs> oh, that was hilarious. And we were in there early. We had so much so time. So much time. And then everybody congratulated us because I had the bride t-shirt on. Yeah. And I was all... Bubbled. Oh, and they had the hat. The bride and groom hats. Oh, yeah. We had bride and groom hats on. Oh, um, man. And we did. We got compliments and like high fives and hugs and let me see your rings. And yep. all, everywhere we went, people were like... I've never, I don't know. I, I can't say I've never felt more special, but I got to tell you, I was feeling some special going on there. Yeah, it was special fun. love. And I, I don't want to humble brag. I just, you know, there are lots of ups and downs that come with being in a famous family. I'm sure there's more positive than negative. I'm sure there is. And one yeah. of those big ones, a friend of my dad's at the time owned a bungalow hotel in Tahiti and gave us our stay as our wedding gift. So all we had to do is pay for our plane flights and food. What did we stay there? 10 days? 10 days. Forever? At one of those neat bungalows that are like, out on the ocean? And not shallow. It's and not the, like then when you four walk feet in, deep. Like, you walk in and it had this little thing and you could look down and see the fish beneath huge you. Huge glass floor. You could turn a light on. The fish would all come it up was, to the glass. <laughs> it is still there. It is still there. He sold it though. It is, we it should was, get back there. It was the most amazing. Like we could ever afford that again. Yeah, now we're <laughs> not in a million years. That won't happen. That. Um, it was, it was a dream come true. Do you know what I've always described it as? Here's the truth. I feel like I'm bragging, and I apologize if this makes anybody feel bad. I really hope this does not. It felt like being on a movie. I felt like I was in a movie. Like we got there, and it was like, are you, come on, no. And it's Tahiti, so it's French Tahiti. So the, remember the people down at the bungalows a couple beneath us or a couple down the row everyone oh nobody wore clothes nobody wore clothes yeah, that, that was, so was hilarious that was a big surprise no matter how old you were or how young you were people weren't wearing clothes <laughs> scary no. scary 
Yeah, that that's was the kinda, funny thing. By that the was kind of funny. Do you know who loves to not wear clothes? People that aren't in shape. Yeah. Yeah. They're totally. Just, just that's mostly it. what it was. Uh, yeah. Like good ninety nine point nine from plus France. Percent. Yeah. Just whatever. Hey, let your fruit flag fly. I don't yeah. care. It was awesome. Um. That was not us. Yeah, I'll just do a few because I can't tell you everything there. Let's just do one surf, one the surf. I'm gonna do that. So our okay. very first fight, the very first fight, Laura and I have is the morning after we arrive, and we wake up and you can hear the waves crashing. Now anybody that knows me knows I am the crazy research, crazy research, crazy research guy, and I had researched all the surf spots in the Tahitian island that we were on, Huahini. And, and I've never been to Huahini, but I've already surfed Tahiti before. Every single report about Huahini says, don't surf on the local surf. They're angry, they're aggressive, and they're going to kick your tail. So They'll don't go. They don't surf that long. <clears throat> they're not there all day long, but don't go when locals are there. And we were told by the hotel not to go when locals are there because someone had just gotten beaten up. That remember? was after we got home. Oh, okay. That's Sorry. why you were still arguing with me about this. I think you would have been smarter See. had they had the hotel told you not to go, you wouldn't have gone. No, I would have still gone. Probably. So I tell Laura this. like She's like, let's go surfing. I'm like, yeah, let's go. And like, I told her, like, let's go in like two hours. And she's like, why not right now? It's great. I go, yeah, but every report I have says this is dangerous. And Laura's like, I've surfed all over the world. I have never had a problem anywhere ever. And I'm like, I know. You're little and hot. I'm not. I'm the dummy with a blue mohawk and tattoos all over. I don't want to get beat up. And Laura essentially was like, we're going surfing. I, or, or I was like, I'm going surfing. So, and clearly, <laughs> yeah. Kind of. So we go, the boat picks, and this is, again, movie scene. A boat picks you up at your bungalow. You get on it. It drives you to the surf break, and they go, what do you want us to come back? And I'm like, you're leaving? No. Don't leave us here. We get there. There are 15 monster Tahitians in the water. There's not a white face for a billion miles as far as I can see. And they all look at me like I'm steak and they're starving. I was terrified. I mean, I was for sure going to get beat yeah. up. I'm for sure going to get beat up. And we throw our boards in and we jump in. And that boat turned around and, and went left. away. And by the way, we're at a, we're at an outer reef. We're a quarter mile, eighth of a mile out it's in the ocean. It's a long paddle if you're going to get punched in the face and paddle in. It would, it would take you a good two hours to paddle in. Yeah. Especially if you were hurting. Oh, and like they're going to leave my board. Like they're going to let me keep it if that happens. Yeah, right. They would have taken his board For too. sure. He would have just been swimming. So we roll out. We paddle into the lineup. And Laura paddles straight to the lineup where she's getting in line for a wave. Doesn't say a word. She's like, hi, hi. All friendly. All those guys don't pay one moment of attention to her. They are staring daggers at me. Daggers. And a group of them get together and powwow, and one guy starts paddling up to me, and this dude is big. He is a mountain. He is a mountain, and he has he has these scrapes on the back of his back. It looked like he took a melon baller and went down his back yeah, and just like, took gouges, you know, this long out of this <laughs> monster's back. No, no, that was another guy. Oh. That was a different one. So before yeah. we tell the story of how it arrived. Okay. By the way, Laura's not near me now. She's in line I'm waiting for a catch wave. Some of these barrels that are coming through. Yeah, she's in line waiting for a wave, and I'm trying not to die, and lose my wife of one day, and this behemoth comes over and he's like, "Hey man, you want some weed?" And I go, "What? No." And he goes, "You want some coke?" And I go, "What? No." I don't know what's going on now. 
And he goes, you want ice? And I go, no. And then he sits for a minute. He goes, are you a policeman? <laughs> I go, what? Are you a policeman? Are you a policeman? Policeman. And I That's go, what, <laughs> what? No, I'm, I'm a pastor. And he goes, um, past, past, pastor? pastor. And I go, yeah, you know, like praying the Bible, God, preacher. I'm a pastor. And he goes, pastor? But you got the, the hair and the, the tattoos. And they go, yeah, I'm, I'm a pastor in California. And his face instantly goes, oh, huge grin. He starts screaming in Tahitian to the whole group and starts yelling, pastor, pastor, Tahitian, Tahitian, pastor, pastor, whatever. And all these guys go, hey, pastor, hi. I'm like, hi. Oh, now we're best friends. Now we are best friends. Hey, pastor, pastor, come here, pastor. As they're yelling, Laura drops in on a a oh. overhead barrel. So overhead oh, barrel means you can stand straight up and down, and the wave will barrel all the way over you, and you can stand straight up and down. It won't touch your head. I'll never forget that Laura's wave. in a wave that's so big you can't <sighs> see her, and everybody turns to look when she drops in. Everybody and you, so when you're in the ocean and the wave's going that way towards shore and you're behind it, you can't see the front of it, what's going on. All we can see is Laura's tail of the surfboard hitting the top of the wave and this spray. And then it would make a rainbow in the, in the wind. The spray just going <laughs> all the way down this line. Just <laughs> she is shredding this wave to pieces and then comes flying out the other end in the Whee! air and she's going woo hits the water pops back up and she's like honey did you see me she's waving and i'm waving back every one of those guys turns and looks at me like what i mean mouths agape eyes wide just like i've been surfing my whole life entire people. life she's so brilliant me i'm still so dumbfounded that i'm not beat up i am at a complete total loss for words they all look at me. I looked over and I went, she's really good. <laughs> I remember. My whole assessment of Laura's surfing to career, she's, she's really good. And they, they all looked at me they're like, oh, that was it. They wanted we, to give you the next couple waves. Oh, and you're goodness. like, no, no, no. It was so fun. <laughs> we was, surfed with them. Big. It we was big. We surfed every day. It was like, pounding. Yeah. Yeah. I was never not scared. I was so scared every did, day. Can we tell you what? We got you a bodyboard. Yeah, I got and a boogie board. Yeah, so we got him a bodyboard. You can call it a boogie board, whatever you want. Whatever. And then he started charging because the waves were big. Well, and here, I'm just going to, I'm going to give myself an excuse. And what, here's the truth. Laura's just really good. She's great. Thank She's you. a brilliant, amazing athlete. And I'll never be a good, as, as good of a surfer as she is. She's just been doing it forever. So <laughs> um, I was having to ride these waves backside because I'm goofy footed and Laura's regular footed. So she would face the wave when she was riding it and I was riding it backside, which is much harder for me. Um, and so we got a bodyboard in town and a set of fins, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, I caught, and here's the truth, just so then you know. Then he started getting barrel after barrel Well, after you also barrel. have to understand, surfers and bodyboarders are kind of like skateboarders and- uh, Scooters. Scooters or rollerbladers. Yeah, rollerbladers. We used to call rollerbladers fruit booters, because that's what you called them. 
And uh, we weren't al- they weren't allowed at our skate parks because you don't let fruit boaters allowed in your skate parks. And that's how servers and bodyboarders are. I got to tell you, I caught all the barrels. I don't care. It was the most fun I've ever had yeah. in the water he in my life. He was charging. I caught barrel after barrel and after barrel. And since he was already pastor and friends with everybody, none of the guys <laughs> down there cared because he was pastor. Oh. Anywhere we went on the island, like we'd pass somewhere and they'd see us, they'd be like, pastor. Hey, hey pastor. pastor. Hey. You know, we just got treated like royalty once again. Yep. It was everywhere we went, and so I started bringing my surfboard every day with me because these and guys' then, surfboards had been broken in half. Oh, they just were jankety. You couldn't buy a new surfboard on Huahini. Um, no. These guys' boards were ancient, ancient, ancient. And they and all s- charged. Oh, they were so good. They charged. So by the way, waves. the guy with melon baller marks on his back—that's Reef. The Reef ripped out gouges through his back there was a guy with no front teeth he was missing his eight front teeth and he said he made love to the reef which means his face got smashed into the reef so hard it broke all of his front teeth out yeah so this monster wave comes is coming in and this guy's like pastor wait for you wait for you pastor and i was like no no no, wait for you oh thank you pastor thank you they kept saying thank you pastor to me i'd let him ride my surfboard every day yeah they loved it all the fun all the fun in the world. And I promise you, a week after we got back, the owner of the hotel, his daughter called and said, hey, did you guys surf while you were there? And I was like, yeah, we surfed every day. And she goes, did you ever have a problem with the locals? And I was like, no, never. And I relayed the whole entire thing. And she said a guy had come the very next week and had been beat up really bad in the lineup. And I'm like, I don't know. We were really nice. Was he nice or was, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? And that's when we met the owner of Roxy. That's right. He yeah. was uh, at that restaurant. Yeah. And he came out and surfed with us. Oh, uh, it was just the most fun. Yeah. It so was anyway. just the biggest, biggest, dreams, biggest blessing. Dreams come true. It was a dream come true. We had the most fun on that honeymoon. And I'll have to admit, this is we went scuba diving. We have to share this story because this is when I thought, oh, my gosh, my husband has just left me. I do surf, and I, I love surf, but I hate sharks. I hate them. I've seen them in the water, and when I see them, I get out. But Ryan says, let's go, sco- let's go scuba diving. No, I'm you s- did. You, you did. You were the youngest certified dive master in the state of California at age nine. They don't well, even yeah. let kids get dive mastered at age nine anymore. No, they don't. Your family had done shark tours. They had a shark tank. I grew up at the beach. They did great white dives <laughs> yeah. in California. Yeah. They did deep sea tours. They had boats. Yeah, all these things. That was part of my life. Laura had been scuba diving decades and decades. I've never been scuba diving. I've never had a tank on. None of this stuff. So we're like, let's go scuba diving. Like, okay. So we go to the place and like, are you certified? And I'm like, Laura is. I'm not. And they're like, well, we can't take you below 15 feet. 18 feet. 18. And I was like, what? I can swim to 18 feet. And like, what do you mean? I'm like, I surf every day. I can hold my breath for four minutes. I could. I'm like, I can swim to 18 feet. Why would I pay money to do something I can do with a snorkel? So they go in the back room and come Have back. Have some discussion. And they come back and they go, all right. We'll, t- we'll take you. <laughs> we'll take you, but essentially if you die, you can't sue us. Sign I'm like, whatever. Paper. I'm in a foreign country anyway. I can't sue you anyway. But yeah, we went full on scuba diving. They gave me like a five minute crash course, threw a tank on me. And he's gone. Okay, so we're down underwater. I'm with the dive master. I was with you guys for a while. For a little bit. And we're checking out everything. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. And then the guy taps me on the shoulder and says, hey, mm-hmm. 
look over there. Boom, and there's boom, a shark. Boom, 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 boom. He shows both of us. Both and I'm of like, us. Yeah. So Ryan starts chasing the shark. He starts swimming after the shark. It's what you do. Uh, It's not what I do. I go back to the boat. I want to go back to the boat. boat. But Ryan's 20, 30 feet ahead of me, you know, just checking out, watching the shark and investigating how the shark lives underwater and doing whatever he's, I don't know what he's doing. And I'm hugging the dive master being like, let's go up, let's go up. And like, you go like this for boat. And he's like, we can't, we can't, because we can't leave him. And I'm just going, boat, boat, boat. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know I thought, this. I thought there were going to be more sharks. You know, there's one. There's always a couple more, right? Well, we went to the shark feeding. Well, that was different. I got yelled at He there. got yelled out there. There I felt safe at the shark feeding. Well, not so, totally safe. But. By the way, you have to understand, Laura and I still haven't known each other six months yet. We don't know each other that well. Like, for real, we have not known each other six months. I were right matter. at the end of our time. We're going to have to finish this in a second. So we go to a shark feeding where every day they go to this area. You go out in a boat, and then you get in the water, and they start slapping the water with stakes, and they and the sharks all come around you. Tons. And they do a feeding frenzy around you, and it's awesome. Yeah. So... I figure you got to touch a shark. Like you can't be that close to a shark and not touch one. So I start petting the sharks and that dude flipped out. He was so, he was so angry. He was so mad. But now let me just explain to all of you. Like that was the dumbest thing in the world. So this is a tourist attraction. They take people here every single day. The sharks know this. That's why they show up. They show up to get fed. If people are getting bit on the reg, they're not doing a tourist attraction. Right. It's never going to happen. Yeah. And these weren't monster sharks. These are like three, four, five foot, maybe some six and sevens, but not huge sharks. There's no tiger sharks. There's, there's nothing There's, there's no, nothing really there that's going to eat you. There's no great whites. There's none no. of this. But they were sharks and they were all eating. They were mostly reef sharks. And, and some blue so chips. if I got bit, I probably wouldn't lose my hand. Right. And... That would make a great story. That would have been a great story. Where'd you get that scar? I got bit by a shark. (laughs) Uh, I think the day before we got home, you got crazy sick. Yeah, so we had to call the doctor. Oh, that's right. And I think now, looking back, it was the start of my seashell. Remember now how I don't eat seashells too much anymore? Oh, you had a little bit of allergic reaction. Yeah, it must have been the start of it. I I don't eat mussels anymore. I eat all the other things, but I do not eat mussels. And we had eaten a ton of mussels on that last day. Totally. Remember? Julie's asking, wait, y'all were on the water? Yes, we were on the water while they were feeding sharks around us. Oh, yes, in the yeah. water. And you had like a mask on. You could look underwater it and see amazing. it. It was amazing. It's the greatest thing in the world. It was like shark and week, but at your come, feet. Yeah, yeah. And they would like slap the water and like shake the shakes, the stakes around. And they would just be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. so much fun. It was like Jaws on steroids. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was fun. It was the most fun. Laura was. It helped me get over my fear. <laughs> I don't did. have it. Yeah, I He does not have the fear of sharks, but he, oh, and then he caught a shark on his, what, 48th, 47th, 47th birthday. He caught a yellow lemon shark. That's down, right. Oh, down I almost, in, no, I really did almost get bit that time. Yeah, we're going to have to show that video because that video, video is awesome. I, I, I missed. I At missed. Midnight. I missed losing a finger by maybe a quarter of an inch. So he's asleep on his birthday. Real quick, people. He's asleep on his birthday and I'm out fishing <laughs> with my cousin and my nephew and my new what nephew-in-law, Jack. Yeah. Nephew-in-law. And we're out fishing for shark and we catch one. And it, I'm like, oh, 
you know who would love this? My husband. It's midnight. So I go no, in. No, it was 11.55. It was, on, it was still my birthday. Oh, yeah. So I go and wake him up. I'm like, honey, honey, do you want to catch a shark? Do you want to catch a shark? Come on. you got to get up. I jump get... up. He I run jumps to the out beach, of bed. And Jack, we're, goodness we're gracious, Jack Keller, thank you so much. Yeah, goodness Jack, gracious. that was amazing. You're the best. And we catch a giant. It was pretty big. It was, it was Four to five foot. It was almost as tall as me because I held it up. Yeah. So you can, I picked it up and I held it up and then there was a huge hook in it and I don't want to leave a hook on a shark. So I got the pliers and I was pulling the hook out and it made it mad. So it tried to bite me. Yeah. So anyway. I get it. We have See, fun. Julie, I've already met a bunch of bears. We meet those bears all the time here. We have here. fun shark stories. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going home. I'll tell the last story going home because we've gone over our time. It's supposed to be only 30 minutes. Um, but then we got to get onto the rest of our life. But that was just the most fun. So we go to customs. Uh, to get out of the country, and Laura's really sick. Like, she has to leave the line a few times. I didn't think she's going to make it through. And yeah. then they put our thing through customs. Uh, that was actually, it was embarrassing at first, but I was just worried for you most of the time. So they start going through our bags. They pulled out lube. They pulled out a sex book. The guy's like, oh, is this a good book? And I was like, he yeah. Holds and he's it like, up. yeah, holds it up. And I'm like, I'm like, I guess. He's like, oh, maybe I should get it. I was like, okay. Yeah, that was embarrassing. So they took our lube, but th gave us our sex book back. Yeah. Yeah. So we don't have that one anymore. <laughs> yeah, we graduated beyond that one. Yes, we have. Oh, uh, and poor Honey was sick the whole flight home. Yeah, that was But you know what? Um, I used something. It wasn't Gate Guru, but there was an online website that you can check what seats are on the airplane and what are good seats and bad seats on an airplane. And I had used that. And remember they had us in the seat that was near the galley with all the room in front of us. And yeah. it was it was like first class for coach. Yeah, it was mm. nice. Especially because I was going to the bathroom every 30 minutes. Poor Baber. Yeah. But it was amazing. The best. The best ever. Yeah, that was an amazing, amazing start. Oh, the Stories We Will Tell is produced by Rebel Parenting. And when you need a little help with your marriage or parenting, and everyone does, you can find it at rebelparenting.org. Sign up for the Rebel Parenting Update by texting the word REBEL to 444-999. That's R-E-B-E-L. And the number is 444-999. God bless. We'll see you next time for another episode of Oh, the Stories We Will Tell. Oh, the Stories We Will Tell.